2: In a follow up book to Louis Body Dementia, Survival and Me, Kanterk author Kevin Quaid writes from the heart with an honest account of what it is like to live with Louis Body Dementia. While the book can be a difficult read at times, it is very much a book full of hope and help. Kevin Quaid joins me to chat about his latest book called I Am Kevin, Not Louis. Good morning to you, Kevin.
3: Good morning Patricia. How and you, are you? I'm
2: very well and it's always a delight to talk to you on the program. Congratulations firstly on another stunning book and you write with such great honesty. And that's what I love about your your writing. You have a great style of writing, but I just love the way you write with such honesty. Let me go back though to the first book. Were you blown away by the reaction to the first book?
3: Well, I'll never forget sitting inside in your studio and you said you have author, the author, Kevin Quay, and I just got a fit of laughing. I said, I imagine to be called an author. But three and a half years later, there's still a couple of books selling every month. I I I, cannot, I just cannot get over the response to it. And it just highlighted to me, Patricia, the hunger that's out there for people who have Louis body disease. And we're after setting up Louis Body Island and we're the co-founders along with a lot of professors and doctors and that. And what we found is that there's between six and a half and 10,000 people in Ireland alone with this disease. terrifying. Yeah,
2: yeah and it. because there's also, and I know it's a statistic that's in your book uh, as well, like according to the World Health Organization, there's a person diagnosed with dementia every three seconds around the world. And in Ireland, 30 people are diagnosed with dementia every day. I mean, it's just a shocking, shocking uh, figure. But for those who don't know you, Kevin, you only took up writing since your diagnosis. Isn't isn't that fair to say?
3: Patricia, I couldn't write an essay going to school. I hated it. (laughs) And after being diagnosed, what actually happened was I was up and down to my neurologist because she thought I was too young and that it was the last thing on her mind that I had Lewy-Y dementia. So I did the death scan and I turned around that I had the Lewy-Y dementia. So they asked me to keep notes and I, on a weekly basis if I could and, and better again on a daily basis which I did for about six months. And one of the doctors said to her one day or said to me one day um, would you ever Consider putting this into a book, it would be of great help to us. And little did I know at the time that I had become the first person in the world to write a book about Louis dementia from the patient's point of view. And it also highlighted the importance of a proper diagnosis because the amount of people I will meet that say they've been told they have dementia or they have a touch of dementia, they haven't been diagnosed. Mm. It's as simple as that. And you can't
2: have a touch of dementia. Can no, it? no.
3: It, it's like someone saying uh, you have cancer, you have a touch of cancer yeah. and leaving it at death. It, it has to stop. It's way worse than the stigma ever was.
2: And when you talk about a diagnosis, somebody you reference throughout the book is one who somebody who was my favourite actor, the wonderful uh, Robin Williams. And Robin Williams had Lewy body dementia. But. But he didn't know he had it.
3: He didn't know he had it. And the thing about it is that since... um, Within the last 12 months, since the film Robin's Wish came out, I've got friendly with Tyler Norwood, who was the director of the film. I've spoken to him on a couple of Zoom meetings. And I get to meet Robin's wife in England uh, in June with the help of God next year. And the poem I wrote in the book called Kevin, um, Robert, and Louis... Um, she actually has that, and she has she has my book. And we both looking forward to meeting one another. That'll mother.
2: be brilliant. That'll be brilliant because it was it was after he died when a post mortem was done. They discovered that's when he was diagnosed. It was, yeah.
3: Oh, we had the first ever Louis Body Academy in Belfast at the weekend, and you had people there like Dag Asland, Ian McKeith, the top the top top thirty people in the world who are studying Louis Body disease with over 30 years were all together in one room and they were the first people that uh, Robin's wife Susan got in touch with and the knowledge that they have is unbelievable and it was such a pleasure to be able to speak with those people and address those people look, I'm Kevin Quaid. I was a captain um, I'm living in Kentucky County Cork and to be sitting among these people in Belfast at the weekend was it was astounding. And yeah, but I, yeah, I imagine
2: for all those experts, Kevin, you were the most important person who attended that conference at the weekend, and for you to speak and for them to hear your words is vital. Well,
3: it is vital, and the one thing that they took away from it, and um, while we were on a panel discussion, I was asked what's the one piece of advice that people like me could give to consultants and doctors and that, and that is to listen, to listen to us, because when you see me out, I'm good. I'm out having a cup of coffee in Kentuck, I'm out having a few pints in Kentuck, and I'm good, and everyone in, everyone in Kentuck knows me, the community knows me, and I have to say that, like, I'm a bloke in I'm a limerick man <laughs> living mm-hmm. in County Cork. The people in Kentuck are Probably the nicest people I've ever met in my life. They have taken to me, they'll meet you, and if you're missing for a couple of days, you'll be asked, how are you doing, how are you keeping? And if I've been in hospital or something, you can tell them.
2: And Kevin, do you think that's important for other dementia patients? It doesn't have to be Lewy body with dementia. This, you know, because everyone thinks of Alzheimer's. There's just so many different types of dementia. Is it important, do you believe, for people to get out there and tell people, I have dementia?
3: It's absolutely critical, but not just dementia. We have purposely named um, Louis Body Ireland, Louis Body Ireland. We have left out the word dementia because when you hear dementia, it automatically triggers memory loss, which I don't have. Mm. And there's a, a friend of mine, his name is Dave Graney. He doesn't mind me using his name. And he's over in the Carebright facility in Brough. I had never in my life met Dave until he was forced to go and live in the Carebright facility because he could no longer stay at home. I met him three times. And I was over there about a month ago. And I hadn't met Dave for two and a half years. And the very minute he saw me, he lifted his head and he said, Kevin Cuellar that I'd never again see you. Uh. And his daughter-in-law called to him two days later. And she said, "Yeah." He said, "Kevin was here on Monday, and I believe he's writing a new book. I wondered did he mention me in it." And
2: you did, and you did indeed. You did. Oh, you did. did. So That's it's right. just proving dementia isn't always about uh, memory, loss. Uh, memory loss. And as I said in the introduction, you know, this part of your book is a, a difficult read. I mean, for me, Kevin, the hardest part was reading about your nightmares and the nightmares and the night terrors are very much part of Louis Body.
3: The are yeah and the the hallucinations they are the they are the toughest part of it, and I'm on medication for it, and where the medication has made them slightly easier um they are a, they are a terrifying part of it, and there's no about it, but there's nights that I'm afraid to go to sleep, and that's been honest with you but the, the book the book itself is when you put down the book, I want people to say, if they can do it, I can do it. I mean, every single family in the world, every single family in this country, they have their ups and downs. Look at my good friend who worked with me for years, Jerry Jory Buckley from Fremont. Jory had cancer, four different types of it. And I met with Jory on several occasions, and I have a chapter in the book about him. And Jory passed away before I got a chance to finish my book. But to listen to him, to read his poem and his never-give-up attitude. And like Gareth O'Callaghan with the multiple systems atrophy, he has written a piece in it, Helen Rotsford-Brennan. And the thing about it is, it's not going to work for everyone, but if you get an early diagnosis or an early enough diagnosis and you read this and you put down the book, I want people to be able to say, by God, if they can do it, I can do it. Because... We're not professors, we're not doctors, we're ordinary people that had ordinary jobs, living our ordinary everyday lives, and we were given different diagnoses. Like poor Joey Buckley, he had cancer. I have Louis bodies. Helen Rochel-Brennan has Alzheimer's, and Gareth O'Callaghan had multiple systems, atrophy. And what he has and what I have are like identical twins. So that again comes back to... The proper diagnosis
2: yeah yeah it's it's just it is so important you mentioned alzheimer's there talk to me about the role of the alzheimer's society and how they have helped you
3: the alzheimer's society um i couldn't say enough for them because it was my own gp actually dr donald O'Reilly, in i who put me in touch with a dementia advisor called amy murphy now i call amy a saint And we went over to the memory room in Mallow, and we sat down, and I was amazed at all the different gadgets that were there, like clocks that had the date and the time and uh, the year and everything, and it was so easy to read. And she just sat down and had a chat with us and had a cup of coffee just to figure out what we needed in our life. And then she put me in touch with the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland, and I became part of their working group. I became vice chair of the working group. Then I became chair of the working group. And know. I'm vice chair of the mm. European Working Group for people you're incredible. Uh, with you're just, dementia.
2: You're, su- you're such an incredible man, and it's interesting that you mention Amy Mur- Murphy being a dementia advisor. When I gave those stats, that the statistics that you have in the book of the, you know, somebody diagnosed in the world every three seconds. In Ireland, thirty people are diagnosed with dementia yep. every single day. Thirty families today will be getting that devastating news. We have nine dementia advisors for the whole country.
3: Well, that changed. That changed last year.
2: Have we that, more now?
3: Yeah, we have. We have up to thirty at the moment. Oh,
2: do we? Okay, so do we even tra- know?
3: In training, and we're having we we have a lot more. Not this year's budget, but last year's budget. Okay. I've been involved in the budget campaign for the last four years, and we eventually got the extra dementia advisors last year, and the difference they are making is incredible because you take the likes of Mary Murphy she basically had to do Munster so if she had to call to my house and spend half an hour with me and then not go to Cars i she was all day driving that's
4: crazy
2: crazy, you know? crazy. So, so good to know. Good, to know good to know and your advocacy work Kevin is that really what keeps you going?
3: Um, I was with my GP uh, last week and I said because I've been in and out of hospital for the last three months Different, different things associated with Louis bodies, And I was at my GP the other day, and I said, how do you think I'm actually doing? And he said, compared to three years ago, Kevin, he said, it's unbelievable. And it's simply because you're keeping your brain active. I turned part of my was, uh, shade outside, and I turned part of it into an office. And that's where I do my work. That's where I do my writing. As you know, I write for the Veil Star and the Mellar Star. Yeah. Brilliant More, uh,
2: brilliant articles.
3: Brilliant most, articles. Most weeks. And people love it.
2: Yeah. But they're informative. And I mean, and that's the one thing that the book, it's, the book, as I said in the introduction, it's full of hope, but it's full of practical help as well. Yeah. And what I would love for this book going forward, besides it's a really interesting book to read, but for families who will get, the, those 30 families that today will get that devastating news, that they'll somehow come across this book and be able to sit down very early on in the diagnosis yeah. and read this book and realise there is help available and there is a little bit of hope.
3: And you see, the thing about it is that when, say, the likes of Helena and myself go into a, a neurologist's office or whatever, you're given the diagnosis of Louis by dementia. I don't have the bad hand of cards. It's your wife and your kids and your family. It's They've got the bad hand of cards. If you want to know what it's like to have Louis by dementia, then you ask me, but if you want to know what it's like to live with it, then you've got to ask Kalina, because I can't see the subtle changes every day, but she can. I didn't realise until actually the end of the summer I wasn't able to cut the lawn this year. I haven't been able to drive for four and a half years. Things happen slowly with the disease. But your loved one will see him happening a lot, a lot quicker. And she, and, and
2: I know you write about her and she's contributed to the book as well. She did, yeah. Your wife, Alina, is incredible.
3: She is, yeah, definitely. Yeah. One, one in a million. Yeah. And the, the, uh, our kids, like, they're, they're just so supportive. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And as I said, the, the community here plays, the community in Kentuck plays such an important part in my life. And, you know, They become caregivers in their own right when I'm out on my own and they don't even realise it. But that isn't the place I can't go in this town that I know that if I'm in trouble or if I want to go home, I can ask anyone. I can ask anyone. And that's a massive feeling of
2: security. Even, you know, one, one part in your book about going on the train on your own and just being honest enough to say to somebody, you know, this is what I suffer with. I may need a little bit of help. I just want to double check, you know, where, where I get on, where I get off. And how kind the people in Irish Rail have always been to you.
3: We did, uh, we did about six months' work with Irish Rail, the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. And the friends that I have made in Irish Rail are unbelievable. And it's, 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 it's all there in the book. But we had to go to Belfast and I picked up the phone. I rang them told them, just gave them our names, where we were going, and we had the ticket Scott emailed to us in 20 minutes. And I knew that I'd probably meet some of the lads that we had done work with in Houston. They will take your bags. They're just they're wonderful people, but they have to know. Yeah, you see, we have to play our part as well. If I meet you in the morning and I don't tell you that I have some form of a disability. How are you? How are you to guess it? You can't guess it. Yeah. But we were like we were in Belfast train station, and I didn't even have to say anything. We had our our, our cases and that. The staff there were so friendly. people are amazing, and you know, for as bad and as much as we can give out to our politicians, and it's this is one of the best countries in the world. And we have the nicest, kindest people I've ever in my life met.
2: Yeah, that's, you're a nice, and, and kind, and, a and, nice and, kind and person yourself, Kevin. It's just coming back to you.
3: But the reason I had to write, the reason I had to write this book, I swore I'd never again write a second book, was I always kind of felt that my last book, uh, or my first book, Louis, by dementia Survival Me, it was a kind of at a edge and it was always bothering me, a kind of people are wondering, what happened, Kevin, after this? You know, because my kids have written about it, Selena has written on it, how tough it was for them. And I just want I just felt the urge and the need and it took me nearly two years um to say, look, this is what has been achieved. And it's not about me, it's about what, what people can achieve. And that's why I included Gareth like O'Callaghan, Helen Russell brennan Jerry Buckley, people from every walk, walk of life.
2: Have contributed to it, It's to not it, yeah. just
3: about me. And it, as you'll see inside the front cover of it, we sent out the book to 30 of the top specialists in the world to see what they thought of it. And you see yourself what they came back
2: with. Yeah, fantastic words, each and every one of them. And the portrait on the
3: front... The portrait on the front, no, I'll probably pronounce his name. <laughs> it's Cunley Adaway. Okay. Um, when Robin Williams died, he drew a portrait for... Of
2: Robert, Robin of Williams. Williams. yeah. And
3: he gave it to Susan. Yeah. And that's the portrait on the back of the book. And the wonderful Karen Meenan, who was... She, she was like my manager. She got Cunley to do a portrait for me and he did and just he actually drew that
2: and it's stunning it's stunning you I, I have funny, the original portrait though you do
3: a, a funny story the weekend in Belfast Karen had the portrait for three months and they were to present it to me in Belfast and get everyone to sign it who was at the conference and one of the porters found it above him, uh, one of the rooms after they had checked out. And I'm standing in the lobby and he's looking at me. And I'm looking at the back of the portrait. And he looks down and looks up and looks down and looks up. And next he goes, This is you. Back front of them completely. But I have it here in front of me. Brilliant, I, brilliant. I, it is beautiful. And, Kimere, is. Are you having? Wrong.
2: are you having an official launch of the book?
3: We're having the official launch tonight. Okay. At where else? only Quaid's Bar in Kentark. Yeah. At 8 o'clock, Amy Murphy is going to say a few words. Joe Quaid will introduce the people. Amy will talk for a couple couple of minutes. I have Professor Andrew Wormald from Limerick, who I did research with. He'll speak for a few minutes. I will. Then our own great Michael Minahan, who has been wonderful, my God, the support that man has given me down through the years has Brilliant. been unbelievable. He's going to officially launch it. Then Helena will say a few words and then we have a very, very special guest. Uh, after that, there'll be a little bit of food. And I know, i just say, I think if you to be called karaoke. It is karaoke, but we have an open mic night. Okay. So it's... Will you sing yourself? Actually, sure I might have an open Well done, well done. Listen, you've, <laughs>
5: while you've another,
2: A great book on your hands somebody asking where is the book available the book
3: will, the book will be available in um, New Leaf Health Shop in Kentork and Charleville okay. it will be from tomorrow on I'm doing a book signing in Horns in Manor West in Tralee next Wednesday and I'm doing a, from 2 to 4 and I'm doing a book signing in Phillips in Mallow on Saturday from 10 until 2. Okay. And it's going to be in the um, we'll say private bookstores like that all over the country eventually. It's also on Amazon and Kindle, but I want to try and get around and meet as many people as I can. Okay. I'll be down in Bandon. Bending Bookstore as well, um, early December.
2: Okay, well you let you let us know. Uh, remind uh, us when I any of those will. dates are on and we'll certainly g- give it a mention well, for you. Tonight,
3: I'd great. love to see as many people okay. as possible.
2: Listen, enjoy the launch. Look after yourself. My love and hugs to Helena, your, your, wonderful, your wonderful wife. Uh, but you look after yourself, Kevin. It's always a pleasure.
3: Before you go, Patricia, can I give my, my sincere condolences to you on... Uh, Colin O'Connell and his wife oh. Pagan family. I was listening to you this morning. Um uh fair play to you for keep going because as you said the show must go on. But wow, he was it's great been man. a very tough weekend for you. Yeah, yeah. And I really do I really do feel for you. Thank you. Thank you. And That's really kind I, of you. That's I found really
2: my fun. best
3: best wishes to, uh, to everyone. I will. And it's All great right. talking to you.
2: Great. You mind yourself. Take care, Kevin. Okay, Patricia. Bye-bye, Holmes. bye-bye. Okay, the bye. wonderful, wonderful author. He always does this thing about being called an author, but that's what he is. Kevin Quaid. The book is called I Am Kevin, Not Louis.
0: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ